0: good morning top fan rivalry followers on a tuesday happy tuesday to you hopefully you had a good day hopefully you enjoyed laz's uh interview yesterday about being a marlins fan today i've got another guest on first time in the clubhouse we're excited to do this for a tuesday morning he's got a unique story so nick good morning how are you this morning
1: yeah morning doing well and just uh glad to be on with you
0: Thank you, thank you. We're glad to have you for the first time. So, so tell me, favorite team, favorite MLB team, and I, I hear there might be a, a National League and an American League one. So, so do tell.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm old school in that sense. I have a National League team, the Atlanta Braves, and uh, that goes uh, into a deep seated childhood of of TBS afternoons in my great grandparents' house in uh, in East Tennessee, and then um, growing up. In, in central Missouri, became a Kansas City Royals fan. So that's my American League team. And, uh, yeah, it's been it's been a great uh, several years for, for both teams. One a little bit better than the other. Bully.
0: There you go. There you go. So I was just in Kansas City. Actually, I was just in both ballparks this year. I was in Atlanta. Um, we did a watch party out there. Uh, at a venue a block away from the stadium, but took the tour, amazing ballpark Truett a field. Uh, and then we um, did a thing, we collabed with Stadium Food Girl, and she uh, was working with the food coordinators for um, Kaufman. And so we were in a suite and they brought all kinds of food into us. And I have to say, Kaufman was one of my bucket list places I wanted to go to. But once I was there, you got to love it. You don't get to see it enough because, let's face it, the Red Sox and Yankees are the only people that are on nationalized games, right? If those two teams are playing each other, they could be 0-100, and and both teams are going to get the Sunday night game of the week because of that. But gorgeous stadium, absolutely gorgeous stadium. So how did you become a Royals and uh, Braves fan? Those are quite unique teams. So how did that all start?
1: Yeah. I'm, well, I, I'm a former minor league baseball executive. So if you, if you play the executive game, it's probably the sherholz connection um, yeah. with um, the sherholz connection and, and building, uh, building pretty good ball clubs in, in both, both cities. But even though I grew up in Missouri, spent a lot of time in East Tennessee with my family, that's where we were every holiday unless we were traveling and, uh, few summers with my great-grandparents and there were there were three antenna channels one of them was was tbs another was wg and wgn so uh those cubs games were rolling over into braves games and that was that was the must-see tv i mean america's team so uh yeah that's that's really where it sprouted from and it, it was a wonderful time to uh, be a kid and, and have braves to look up to between chipper and it is um the four i'm a little younger than than the four aces but um they were still still primed then as well and the the royal side of it that's just the the team in in missouri i i grew up with uh if we if lids was having a hat sale there were a whole lot more uh kansas city royals hats than there were cardinals hats because the cardinals were flourishing the royals were were being the royals so um if my dad and I got those matching on sale hats, they were Kansas City ones, but um no had had northwest Missouri for a long time, so it was always a a great excuse to to make a family excursion up there and uh and uh end up at Kaufman Stadium and so I can say it's it's one of my favorites. But uh yeah, that's really it it was just fandom by osmosis, if if you want to call it that.
0: Love it, man. I absolutely love it. That's I, I'm telling you, it's. I I've talked to plenty of people, and they get frustrated and say, "Oh, TBS created Braves fans. Uh, WGN created Cubs fans." Oh. Okay, so, like, oh, if you didn't have a hometown team, and half of America doesn't, what, <laughs> what are you gonna do, right? So, yeah, it's uh, yeah. it's pretty amazing. Um, tell me about favorite players. So you've had a lot of experience. Uh, working you know around baseball and just growing up so who is your current MLB favorite player and who is your all-time favorite player and obviously they don't have to be Braves or, or Royals but they can be so do tell
1: yeah it, it's it is a tough one uh, for me there are a lot of a lot of great players a lot of high profile players now and and with some great uh, great visibility but, um, if I had to keep it to the teams themselves, um, it's probably Salvador Perez with, with Kansas city. It's, he's just a guy who has fun playing baseball and, and still has fun playing baseball. Um, the Royals obviously view him as, as not only a, an on-field leader, but a character leader too, to give him a captaincy, um, which is goofy in baseball still, but, um, it's, it's, also, an honor. So, um, yeah, Salvador Perez with with the Royals. I'd say with the Braves, it, it's it's tough for a long time. He's a Dodger now. It's a little harder harder to stomach for for me. But he's such a classy guy too. Um, so I'd say, yeah, with the Braves, it's it's tough because there are so many guys, and you can pick so many. But um, if I go back a little bit. I don't know where he'll end up if he'll end up anywhere. It was Jason Hayward, um, being a character guy, being a high performer, and and um, thankfully he, until he went to LA, he wasn't with a team that I that I wasn't as big a fan of. So he went to a few after Atlanta that that I could um, root for a little more. But yeah, I, before that, it was Alex Gordon. I was a, a dyed-in-the-wool Alex Gordon fan. Um, Saw him play in Omaha. Uh, that was one of those those weekend excursions with my my grandfather that probably helped um, inspire the the YouTube show that I do. And so seeing him come up, come through, win well, I think nine total Gold Gloves and a World Series and and retire out kind of a uh, all time um, probably Alex is high, but big Roberto Clemente guy as well. Um, you you just can't beat what he did on the field as much as what he did off the field and his lasting impact in Puerto Rico that that I've been fortunate to see in person too. So uh, big Roberto Clemente guy and I'm a baseball history guy and there's a reason only one player is still referred to as the great one. Um, not a not a as you'd say generic name. It it's. that in Kansas city too. So threw a couple out there and, you know, can find a guy and name a guy for just about anything, but uh, those are the ones.
0: You know, it's funny that you said Roberto Clemente, cause I just interviewed somebody um, yesterday that, you know, was in his late twenties, early thirties. And I asked him his favorite player of all time. And he didn't say Roberto Clemente, but he said Jackie Robinson. And so it's interesting that mm-hmm. um, that back to back, interviews on a monday and on a tuesday morning i'm getting great guys i i wish that that athletes played the game like jackie and roberto like on and off the field they were just such good good talented people you just wish that you you had that um experience and so yeah it's pretty amazing pretty amazing i good call both of those i like that i like that a lot um, let's transition. Let's talk ballparks. Uh, you've had a chance to travel a little bit, but how many major league ballparks have you been to, if you could name them for us? And um which one was your favorite?
1: Yeah, been to a lot of ballparks. I had to I had to finally create a spreadsheet. Um I, I've been meaning to do it for a long time. So I think I am at ninety-four. I need to go to really college independent to two major league and and all the classifications of minor league baseball so um maybe we'll hit 100 i'm not sure i've been to in looking at it 13 major league ballparks but two of them are no longer in service or use so i um and that's atlanta and and uh bush stadium so i've been to their modern incarnations or their their ballpark replacements so it's 13 overall but it's 11 active ballparks um so been to Bush Stadium, PNC Park in, in Pittsburgh, Great American in Cincinnati, Milwaukee's American Family Field. I'm still going, I it stuck in my head as Miller Park because I right. um, had a wonderful experience there and it was that for so long. Kauffman Stadium as, as a Royals fan, obviously that's probably up there as, as the most attended one. And then T-Mobile Park in, in Seattle, which at the time was um, Safeco Field, but um, had an amazing experience there and had a, an interleague game between the Mariners and the Rockies when I think I was in eighth grade or so. And that's what happens when you go to the ballpark and, and you go with somebody like my grandfather and he says, just give me the best seats you have available, kind of lower level. And they, they stick you on the front row a couple of seats over from the dugout. But uh, so seeing Seattle, seeing Oriole Field at Camden Yards, um, Wrigley on a Sunday with with a, a matchup between some pretty high-performing pitchers. I think that was Tim Linscombe and, and Ryan Dempster uh, on a Sunday, and uh, there were 3,000 standing room only fans admitted to the ballpark too, so it was it was a hoot and it was crowded there as well as guaranteed rate in Chicago. So I've covered both Chicago ballparks. And then I saw a no-hitter thrown by Irvin Santana against the, at the time, Cleveland Indians. But he won the ball game, or they got the decision 3-1. to one. So they gave up a, a couple runs on on a couple, or a run on a couple airs. So saw a no-hitter in, in Cleveland thrown against the, the Indians at the time. So it's been been special venturing to, to Major League Ball all parks for me. If I had to break it into the American and the national league ones, I, you know, Kaufman's going to be up there. Um, I find no reason. I'm with those fans who who think there's a need to replace it for any reason, but um, obviously my favorite, I'm a bit, Bit fan bias in in that sense. And then PNC Park in Pittsburgh, I've been to twice and uh, I could go another five or six times and find something you'd love about it every time. So hopefully I get to do that in the future too.
0: That's amazing. Uh, A lot of times when I interview people and they tell me where they have or haven't been, they always say that they want to go to PNC because of Roberto Clemente Bridge and how gorgeous it is. And I always love how how the Pirates marketing team Puts the the bases and the the outline of the bases and Christmas lights and the, the when it's snowing right and you mm-hmm. see and it's just, you're like oh this this is pretty cool cold but cool, um okay so let's play a little fun here, let's assume that you had the month of May off, money wasn't an issue, you can hit five major league ballparks that you haven't been to, where are you gonna go?
1: Yeah, and I, I have a few kind of on the list that I've been outside of or I've taken a stadium tour of, but I, Perfect. I haven't seen a game. Petco, Petco Park and okay. Nationals Park. Coors um, is at the top of the list. I was born in Colorado. I'm a closet Rockies fan. I was born in 1993, so I have that association with the Rockies being founded that year, playing their first season that year. Um, I would love to see it. And and I've been outside of it, but it was in the middle of, of January and extremely Colorado cold. So um, definitely not baseball weather, but one I would love to see in person uh, as well as yeah, seeing a game at, at Petco Park in action, just seeing the tour, getting or being part of a tour of the ballpark and seeing all the little things that were built into that ballpark to make it so fan friendly. Like the uh, seats on the lower level all being directed toward the infield. I've never met, I think there are a few minor league ballparks that are incorporating that now because they have the space to, but I've never seen that in another major league ballpark. Um, So yeah, it's a cool feature and just one of those things. Um, I would like to experience a game at at the Trop before it, uh, it goes out of commission um, just to, to see the, see it, experience it and um, see the catwalks in in action. Hopefully not to the detriment of the home team, but um, I think that that would be exciting. Um, and then I think probably Yankee Stadium as well, just for the sake of of having been seen, gone to Yankee Stadium and experienced that. Uh, and I know Fenway's probably up there, but um, it, it's it's kind of a time Fenway and experience it but i know it's not going anywhere and um of all things like to see a little more baseball on the west coast so probably gonna have to go with oracle park in in san francisco to round out the list of five um and um yeah would would like to see it i know there was a there's a lot of east coast there so gotta gotta represent the the west coast beyond colorado and and go to san Francisco.
0: So keep in mind, and, and people don't recognize this as much, and, and they can over time, but I did this with my nieces and nephews this last uh, summer. One night we were at Dodger Stadium. The next night we were at Angel Stadium. The next night we were at Petco. They're close enough where you can get that done. And if you're going to get out to Petco, call me or reach out to me. I'll Either I'll meet you at the game or I'll tell you a great place to catch um, some stuff, you know, appetizers, whatever um there's a great place that we've done some watch parties at they're they're phenomenal people they've been great to top fan rivalry so um for sure just let me know i like that list though i really really like that list that's a uh coors is on my bucket list i don't know that it's we've already done the 2024 schedule i don't think i don't think we're in denver this year but i don't remember i know we're in like 13 different ballparks this season so this coming season so this should be a lot of fun Um, but I like that. Okay. Okay. Uh, we'll see. Hopefully you can get to some of those this year. Maybe you can get a little time and, and chase some of them down. I know I'm a little jealous that you've gotten so many minor league ballparks in that. I need to get some of those minor league ballparks in myself. So, um, okay. So final question for you. We just wrapped up the 2023 season, the Texas Rangers who nobody thought was going to win the world series at the beginning of the season. Um, I've said this a hundred times over. If somebody told you that they had placed a bet on, on Arizona playing Texas in the world series, I'd say check his back pocket for gray sports almanac and see if he borrowed it from Biff Cannon. Cause nobody thought that. Um, and if you thought that, if you didn't think that you were going to see either the Mets or the Padres in the world series this season, Seeing that on paper, they were so good at the beginning of the season. Mm -hmm. I don't know what you were looking at, but come 2024, the Braves fell a little short. Uh, The Royals are obviously rebuilding, um, but they've got a lot of young talent. So what are you looking forward to in the 2024 season? Maybe that you didn't see in the 2023 season.
1: Yeah, in, in terms of, of those teams that I, I follow with dedication, yeah, Kansas City is extremely young still. Uh, they're um, building, trading, and I, I hate that the focus is more on on a conversation about a new ballpark than um, the development. The, that was the, the hallmark of being a Royals fan. Um, I always – I kind of kid with my dad now uh, later in the season, especially late – Late August into September, I'm like it's the best part of, of a Kansas City Royal season because all the prospects get to come up. They're they're facing no pressure situations really in terms of the standing. so they get to play um, play and learn, make errors and 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 develop at the major league level, um, on top of what what the system's already produced. So um, I would like to see that like most Royals fans that read pretty prolonged um speed up a little bit um you don't want any of those major pieces to go but it it would be uh good to good to get out of that uh, that 100 loss category for for another season um since uh 2016 I guess but uh yeah with the the Braves I think it's getting healthy for them um solidifying some bullpen options I know they've they've made some moves so um but uh, maybe spend using that that money on on waived options to uh, go out and, and get a get a lockdown reliever or uh, a good long term contract on a on a free agent. So there's that. But personally, for me as as a ballpark traveler, having a, a YouTube series dedicated to going into communities, showcasing their ballparks, their teams, the sites to see before you go to the game, uh, I've got a pretty pretty healthy list of places I'd like to see and, and push that um, that ballpark total I didn't realize was at 94 and, and get it into triple digits. So um, I have a pretty good balance with with some affiliated teams, maybe an independent one in there and a, and a couple of college summer teams that have great venues that uh, need to be shown off a little bit for, for people who uh, may not have recognized them. So the great things to look forward to in in 2024 and hopefully a lot more traveling on, on my schedule and um, yeah, showcasing some, some ballparks, but also being able to keep track of continued Braves. Um, I won't call it a dynasty number two, but some very successful years and then hopefully some, some leaps and bounds for the Royals and their continued development.
0: Absolutely, I like I like the perspective. I really do. So, um, so before you, uh, before I let you go, uh, two things: one, tell us the name of your YouTube channel, and two, we're gonna tag you in Instagram this morning after we air this video, probably about ten o'clock on the West Coast. But tell us where everybody finds you and. Tough fan rivalry followers, I say this all the time, but I'm I'm serious. Once you hear him say this, do not, if you're driving, do not stop and try to follow him. Just wait until you're at a red light or something. I don't want any accidents. But tell us where they can find you on Instagram and tell us your uh your YouTube uh handle as well, please. Yeah,
1: if you if you go to YouTube, uh since that's the, the primary medium, it's American Ballpark Road Trip. Um, you can't miss it. It's its a logo, thankfully, with years of experience in minor league baseball and, and some creativity I designed as well. So it's a baseball diamond with our initials in it. Um, but American Ballpark Road Trip on YouTube. And I think we have a total of, of 18 or so videos out. And 11 of those are full length episodes or uh, kind of our mini soats And so those are, are what we reserve, I reserve major league teams for because they don't need as much marketing as minor league teams, or as much marketing help. But American Ballpark Road Trip on YouTube, it's at um, American Ballpark Road Trip on Instagram, or leave ABR, yeah, it's American Ballpark Road Trip on Instagram, and then um, we're on Twitter, American Ballpark Road Trip, Facebook as well, and so uh, content it's pretty fluid across the channels. But um, do you have a new episode coming? a uh, college summer team that's gaining a little bit of a profile. So uh, that's something to look out for in the next few weeks. But yeah, American Ballpark Road Trip. And then my my name and, and um, Twitter handle are kind of attached to that. But American Ballpark Road Trip is my only Instagram because it's all dedicated to the show there. It's a visual medium, so you can have a, a visual social channel to go with it. But uh, yeah, I um, appreciate anybody who who gives it a watch and and sees the communities that well who are who are uh, gracious enough to travel with me and and help on the camera work and recording and everything else to uh, showcase these communities in baseball and hopefully inspire people to take their own American
0: ballpark road trips. American ballpark road trip. Well, I'm gonna go and subscribe to your channel as soon as we're done here. Um, and likewise, Top Band has the same thing. So feel free to look up Top Band Rivalry and make sure you're subscribing to that too. But Nick, I appreciate so much you being on and taking your Tuesday morning with me. Um, we need to get you on again with a group of people. Uh, as the off season uh, kicks up, we don't slow down. We actually kick it up into higher gear. So Nick, I just appreciate mm-hmm. it. Stick around for a second. Let's talk for a second afterwards. But um, everybody make sure that you're following his subscribing to his YouTube channel and also following him on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, he does a great art X, whatever it's called. He does a great job. Um, I would have had him on a couple of months ago, but I forgot to hit send on his reply. So, you know, charge that one to my head, not to my heart, everybody, but Nick, thanks so much. Enjoy your Tuesday and we'll get you on again soon.
1: Yeah. Thanks so much. And uh, as, as I say, to close out every episode of the show, we'll see you on the road.
0: See you on the road.